Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. At this time, we want to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Whatever your request is, whatever's on your heart, whatever the need is, I want you to know that God is able. He's able in spite of what it looks like. He's able. He's able. He's able in spite of what anyone may have said. He's able. He's able. I have testimonies. I have a personal testimony that he is able. He's able. And so as we prepare our hearts, as we go unto the Lord in the word of prayer, I want you to take that prayer request and to put it up before the Lord. I want you to mount that prayer request and hold it up if you're driving and you can't stop if you're at home if maybe you're preparing for a service you know let's lift our hearts unto the lord thank you jesus thank you lord god father in the name of jesus lord god we thank you for your kindness we thank you lord for your mercy we thank you lord god for what you have done. We thank you for what you are going to do. Lord God, we have gathered together with expectations. Lord God, you're sovereign. Our expectations are, are the fact that we know you're able to deliver. You said, cast our cares on you because you care for us. Lord Jesus, we're not looking for things, but we're looking for a closer walk with you. We're looking for a walk with you, Lord God, that, that we hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, I, I pray and ask that you would bless each one under the sound of my voice. Lord God, you know the needs. You know, Lord God, what they have need of mentally, emotionally, physically. Lord God, financially. Lord Jesus, but first and foremost, we want to know you in the pardon of our sins. We want to know you, Lord God, so that we overcome evil with good. We want to know your ways. We want to know you, how you think, how you feel. Lord God, so that we respectfully live the life that you are looking for, a life that is not offensive to you, a life that follows your word, a life that is embedded in your kingdom. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. 
I pray and ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body. Lord God, those that are praying for healing. Lord God, Sister Cheryl. Lord God, those that are been in car accidents and those that have been through operations, Lord God, and they're looking unto you as the author and finisher of their faith. Lord God, remember Bishop White, Lord God, and Sister White, Mother White. Lord, remember, Lord God, Bishop, Lord, uh, Bishop McGuire. Remember Robinson's, Lord God, abundant great. Remember your people, Lord, remember. Lord Jesus, we'll tell of your goodness. We'll give you the praise. We'll give you glory and honor that is due unto you. Lord Jesus, remember those that would be here, cannot for various situations, circumstances that has prevented them. Lord God, remember their heart's desire is to be in this place. Ask that you would bless them as if they were present right now. Lord God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, keep us. Help us keep our minds stayed upon you so that we have the peace that you would give unto us. Lord God, remember, Lord Jesus, those that are far, but yet, Lord God, they have tuned in, they're listening. Those that are supporting the ministry that have sent offerings, Lord God, to this, uh, to this service, Lord Jesus, thank you. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless them. Let them not feel the loss. Lord God, bless them, Lord Jesus, for their support. Lord God, those that are have purchased books, Lord God, in support of the ministry. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We ask that everything that is dedicated for this ministry, for this cause, Lord God, be used to your glory. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. Lord, as we look for a new edifice. Lord Jesus, I pray and ask for your direction. Lord, you know the needs, Lord God. Lord Jesus, and we thank you for establishing us. We thank you, Lord God, for establishing the ministry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for establishing the ministry, Lord God. Thank you. Lord God, we bless you, Lord. Lord Jesus, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, we ask, hallelujah, that you would fill it. Lord, not only them, but fill us again. Fill us again. Fill us again as you did in the days of old. Lord Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you the glory in Jesus' name. Lord God, carry us further into the service. We pray that your word have preeminence in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Savior. Lord God, bless you. Bless you, bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are, just, just give him a wave and, you know, and just, just bless his name. Our opening scripture is coming. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And just whatever it is that's on your heart this morning, just know that he's able. He's able. He's able. Hallelujah. Our 
open the scripture will be Psalms 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him with the, for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the, the sorcery and harp. Praise him with the timbre and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Acts 2, 46 and 47 says, And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Amen. This day is the day that the Lord has made. And we're so glad to be part of it. And if we weren't part of it, we have an assurance. And my prayer is that you have the same assurance. That if you were not in today, you would be in his presence. The Bible said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And trust me, you're not missing anything if you're in his presence. And so at this time, we're going to, I'm going to uh, play a song for us by Jason Nelson. And while this song is playing, we're going to partake in our uh, praise unto the Lord and our communion, as well, our communion and anointing in the service. This is a song uh, called Forever by Jason Nelson.
bless you, Lord. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, that's how long I'll love you. I wonder, are you telling him that today? Are you making that plain for him that forever is a long time, Lord, and I'm going to love you forever? I'm going to love you. My commitment to him is that I will love him in spite of, and we have some in spite of days. You know, as a matter of fact, you just, just give him a wave and then, you know, that, that wave is said in spite of, you know, you, you have some in spite of days too that you just felt like, 
You didn't know what to do. You didn't, well, God, where are you at? Hallelujah. Lord, where are you at? Where are you at? Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go on into the, the word of God. Yes, I, I need to learn how to how to signal sometime when I'm ready. <laughs> so <laughs> certain things to to occur. But, you know, a forever is a long time and we need to give him a forever praise. We expect God to do for us. My question is, are we doing for him as well? It's one-sided, you know, relate one-sided relationships are not healthy relationships. But I'm not going to bore your, your patience with that this morning. I want to emphasize these words from Deuteronomy 27, 8 through 10, which we exhorted a few weeks ago. And I, I'm not done with this. And I really want to exhort this again. The Bible said, and thou shall write upon the stones all the words of this law very plainly, very plainly. It needs to be done very clear, very concise. Don't want nobody looking at it and trying to figure out exactly what needs to be done. Very plainly. What, what, what are you saying, God? Nope. The gospel is not uh, a message that it, that is complicated. It's not a complicated message. The message is very simple. Stop doing what you're doing that is offensive. And everybody get that. Everyone understands that. Don't do something that's offensive. Uh, do something that's going that we can uh, build a relationship on. And this is what I need to build a relationship. It's very simple. It's very simple. And, and so uh, the word of God says, and thou shalt write upon the stone all the words of this law very plainly. And Moses and all the priests, the Levites, spank unto all Israel, saying, take heed and hearken, O Israel, this day thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God and do his commandments. I love Ezekiel because the Lord told Ezekiel that if you keep my statues, if you live in, if you, if you do my commandments, then you're going to live in them. I'm looking forward to living in them because to me, that is an eternal statement. He said, and do his commandments and his statues, which I command thee this day. Now we'll revisit and go more into that. The Lord say the same next week. And, but today, this morning, many are recognizing the death and resurrection of Christ. Now the church of God recognizes the significance of his death and resurrection daily. Every day, this is not a tradition. It's not something that we see and consider once a year. Uh, for those of us that uh, participate in communion, we, we had communion this morning. Uh, the Bible said, as often as you do this, do in remembrance of me. It is in recognition of his body that was bruised uh, for us. Our transgression was placed upon him. And so we recognize that because had there not been a death and a resurrection, uh, then we would not have salvation. There would be no salvation. 
uh, because there would have just been a death, no resurrection, nothing, no hope, nothing to live for. So we might as well at that point uh, go on and continue as we was doing, drink, marry, you know, and whatever we were doing. But he did resurrect and he showed himself among many witnesses. And you'll find that in the first chapter of Acts as uh, Luke, the physician, wrote to Theophilus to encourage him and to give him more uh, assurity that what he believed in was true. For some, today is just a tradition. So this week is has been known as the Passover, uh, leading up to uh, Easter, uh, which has been trending for quite some time. Uh, Easter is not the uh, holiday or the day that Christ rose. It pre-existed. And so let's take a thought this morning, and that is uh, trends come and go. But the cross is forever. Now, you may have seen many trends. I've seen lots of trends and you've seen lots of trends. The clothing industry is built upon trends. Tattoos built upon trends. I remember when everyone was was running around getting a tattoo and I had a young man ask me uh, because he had just got a fresh tattoo and he was showing it to me and he said, well, he said, do you have any tattoos? I said, no. And he was like, why? Because it was a trend. And I, I'm just not into all trends. And besides that, I, I just never personally understood that I, why I needed a tattoo. And so I didn't engage in that. And many have engaged and And I don't think everyone really understands why, but it was a trend. It looked fashionable. It looked good. You know, and we're not going to stay there and, and talk about that. I, I'm, I'm not saying anything condemning. I'm saying that it was trend. Hairstyles come as a trend. There are certain hairstyles that 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 after a while they, they want. Everybody want the hairstyle because that's trending. Uh, shoes. Shoes are a trend. And, and so, you know, in economic, they're economic trends. Those things come and they go. Recession hits at times and, you know, and different situations occur. And so there are trends that we need to watch, things that we need to pay attention to. And listen, because it's trending, doesn't mean that it is trending everywhere. What might be a trend here in the U.S. may not be a trend in other places. Uh, there are trends that other countries dislike the West for, and for good reason. Uh, some I, I can agree with why they dislike it. And there are other trends that they have that we could embrace that would benefit us. Trends. Trends, they come and go. And, and so uh, trends serve a purpose. They serve a purpose. Uh, so does the trend which began um, around 13 BC. There was a trend that, that started. The Bible says, for the prophecy came not in old times by the will of man, but holy men 
of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Uh, that was a trend. It's a trend and it's still trending today. You know, a trend is something that gives us direction, points us and promotes and move things in a certain, a certain way. Uh, hashtag God is, uh, is a trend that is still trending. It has been trending for years. Hashtag won't he do it? Nope, she didn't come up with that song. And she might add some more lyrics and some music, but but listen, won't he do it has been trending for centuries. Hashtag Jesus saves uh, was written. It was trending before he was even born. Now, someone said change is inevitable. It is certain. Uh, you can expect change to occur. So when trends change and there are some things that are going to change and there are others that are not, uh, don't be surprised. Uh, I think in this time in our life, we're not surprised about too many things that occur. And, and so uh, things change. Uh, when you look in the mirror, you see change. Is that right? You see change. You see change. Uh, I, I was uh, saw my uh, LG the other day and I was like, wow, he has grown some since I last seen him. He's changing. Uh, I was on the uh, uh, basketball court and Dr. C uh, told me, he said, look, Pop, he said, uh, look at us. He, I don't know if he was trying to distract me from blocking him or, but he said, look at us. It, it wasn't long ago when you were changing my diapers and you were walking me to school. You were reading me stories and he remembered the book that we spent so much time in and understanding how to analyze a story. And, and that book was when you give a mouse a cookie. And so we start, let, he wouldn't let no one else read that book to him. I was the only one that could read that book to him because we talked about that mouse and who made the mouse a pair of suspenders, who had a needle that small, a sewing machine that small, what magnifying glass did they use? And why would you give a mouse a cookie so that he would keep coming back asking for more? And so we talked about those things. And he said, now look at us, change. He said, now look at us. I'm beating you on the court. And when I tried to rebut what he was saying about beating me, he he quickly said, uh, wait a minute, um, Pop, even a broken clock is right two times a day. And, and so he, he shut me down there. Listen, change occurs. So I need y'all to pray for me too. <laughs> change occurs. Now, this also includes uh, religious uh, popularities as well. You know, I remember some years ago that that, that that there was a faith movement and the ministers spoke about faith. They didn't talk too much about sin. They, they, they talked about having faith and obtaining things. And so that movement has really died. And you don't hear much about that. Uh, everybody needed a prophet. I need a prophet to come and prophesy to me. They weren't dependent on the word of God, which is if the prophet gives a word and it does not come to pass, the Bible, the Bible says that they are a yeah, that kind of prophet. I just left that there blank for you to fill in. 
because uh, there are a lot of people walking around with promises of seven days and they probably should have told them seven, seven years or 70 years because it didn't happen in seven days. And they're still waiting. They're still waiting. So do the math there. That was popular. But the Bible tell us that that will change. The trend would change. The preaching of the gospel would even change. Now, I don't mean that it would change that the gospel is not going to be preached. What I mean is that uh, the Bible said people would change. Second uh, Timothy four and begin at third verse says, for the time will come when they will not. They will not endure sound doctrine. They, they, they're not taking it to heart. Uh, they're not going to endure what's being said. Oh, that's too strict. And no one is being restrictive. You go to work and there's rules and regulations. What make you think that you can come to the house of God and do whatever that you want to do? Show up when you want to show up, act the way you want to act or anything. I'm, I don't have a problem as an individual of you disagreeing with me and and something I might say. But remember, you're not disagreeing with me. You're disagreeing with God because I'm going to give you his word. I'm, I don't have an opinion. I have the word of God, which I and you must live by if you're going to be saved and my Direction is to stand in his presence. The Bible said for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust. Shall heat to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away from away their ears from the truth. So the truth won't trend always with some. And shall turn aside into fables. Oh, that fable, that's trending. And so we're going to turn aside to that because that seems to be more fun. Matter of fact, we need to implement that into the church. It, it, when things are trending, popularity. Uh, a few years ago, uh, a celebrity said, I'm now a Christian. And many churches wanted that had the money wanted to book that individual to come, didn't give them a chance to prove themselves to be saved, sanctified, need to. You know, when you catch a fish, you got to that fish has to be clean before you eat it. And so they wanted to book that person and book their chorus to come with them and to sing. And then they kind of fell off the scene. It was trending and they had the money for it. But God's truth is what truly should be trending for the church. The Bible tell us in 1 Corinthians 38, charity faileth. But whether there be a prophecy, that shall fail. Whether there be tongues, that shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. So even in the church, there are some things that are going to stop. Now there's a date. And there's a season for that when it will stop. But it's telling us that the most powerful thing that we can have is charity. And that's love. One thing that will not change. And that is God. He said, I am the Lord and I change not. That is a fact. And because it is factual, there's nothing you can do about it. You can make up in your mind and you can say, well, I want to practice a certain lifestyle. And the Bible says that that lifestyle is not um, something that God or cosigns on. 
And so I'm going to change the way God thinks by saying, well, God uh, wants me to love a certain way. Or God wants to recognize, no, the Bible said, I am the Lord and I change not. And so therefore you have to go into his word and see what his word says about what you think you want to do. Let's go on to first Peter, the, the first chapter, which is a subject of our text. Said for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed by corruptible things as silver, gold, from your own vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. Not just for uh, Peter saying, look, for, for this day and time, uh, Christ, who were the, the anointed one, the sacrifice for our sins was established before the foundation of the world. But now has been manifested. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we've seen his glory as the only begotten son of the father. Well, the 21st verse says, who by him do believe in God have raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Your faith and hope should be in God this morning. If it's not in God, let's transition ourselves. Let's move over to God's territory and put our faith in him. See, you have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfringed love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. But grass withereth, and the flower thereof fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. The Bible tell us over in Psalms 143 and about the third, it says, Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion throughout all generations. Today is considered Easter Sunday. I recall the excitement of this day. You know, it was reminiscing about, about what Easter, or as a child, uh, what it meant to us then. Uh, as a child, it, uh, you know, and for those of you that have sons and daughters, I'm sure that you may have crossed this bridge too. You know, we follow the tradition of Easter uh, because that's what it is. It's a tradition. Whether it fell on the 16th of April, the the 1st of April, the 21st of, of, of April, the 12th, the 4th, it, it just keeps moving. You know, the, the 31st of March, you know, and so on as with many other traditional days. You anticipate it. A new pair of shoes. It's going to be Easter. I'm getting some new shoes. 
And not only that, but in our day, and, and I, I don't know, I haven't seen it recently, but you know, my mother didn't uh, just comb our hair. We, we felt like she raked it because she got all the little naps that we didn't get. And then uh, afterwards, uh, took some Vaseline and rubbed it around in her hands and smeared it on our face and our arms and our elbows and, and different. And so we were very shiny. You know, we were just like she wanted us to be. I, I recall the that time where uh, my sister would be getting her hair straightened with a, a hot iron and a curling uh, rod. And she was told, don't move, don't move, don't move so that you don't get burnt. And she got burnt a few times. We saw the marks on her forehead. And, and so after all of that, then you were told to sit down on the sofa and don't move. Don't run around and start playing. I don't know your, your parents tell their children that, and you know, I did the same thing, you know, sit down on the sofa and they were all sitting there, you know, and told not to move. And, and when you turn your back and went in another room, you were taking so long, they began to move. And so shirts became untucked. You know, shoes that were not supposed to be scarfed got a little scarfed. You know, the little ruffled socks that our sister was wearing and stuff like things kind of changed. You know, a few strands of hair that was all pushed back and in place and held down by blue magic. You know, a few strands might have been standing up. And so you got frowned at. <laughs> My God. Some of y'all might remember that. So, you know, that was the tradition. Those commands were passed down from generation to generation. And maybe you still passing it on too to tell them to sit down after you done, you done fixed them all up. They picture perfect in that moment. Well, you need to hurry. Well, we have cameras now that we can instantly take the picture in that moment, whereas then we did not. Churches would be somewhat filled on certain holidays, giving tribute to this pageantry or celebrating or a display of a ceremony. You had the little Easter poem, you know, and, and different things that, that would go on. Easter is a tradition. It's a tradition. Easter is mentioned in the Bible, but not with the same meaning as emphasized today by some. Now, some, there are those that are not emphasizing death, burial, Christ. They might say they believe in Christ, but they believe also in a chocolate bunny, a chocolate bunny, color eggs, different things, you know, Easter egg hunt. Matter of fact, right after certain, no, I'm just kidding. They believe in those things and they practice those things and they say, well, why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? Well, why would you mix something that doesn't belong with God? Do, do we don't mix water and oil i'm not standing there don't don't worry calm down the bible tell us easter existed prior easter has nothing to do with with christ it was already existing acts 12 first chapter said now about the time here the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church he was going to trouble he's going to do some things he's going to do some damage uh-huh he's going to do something and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews. 
he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four uh, quadrant of soldiers to keep him, wanted to make sure he didn't escape because Peter was known for getting out of situations. It wasn't Peter, it was God's favor that got him out of situations. God's favor will get you out of situations. And so Peter therefore was kept in prison, but there were those that was praying for him. We ought to not be selfish with our prayers. Uh, when you stop and pray, don't, don't just be praying for yourself. Lord, bless me. Lord, give me. You said you would give me the desires of my heart. No, no. Pray for somebody else. Lord, remember my supervisor on the job. Lord, help me and give me insight of how to treat them and how to win that soul over. How to be an example of a believer. Lord, they need some healing in their family. Lord, remember my neighbor. Remember. And while you're praying for someone else, God knows how, and you will reap what you sow. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. The Bible said that prayer was being made for him while he was in prison. Uh, they were praying for him and holding him up. They kept him up before the Lord. And when Herod would have brought him forth and uh, the Bible said that that the same night that Peter was sleeping, he was asleep between two soldiers uh, that he was bound in chains. Uh, the impossible, you know, it was a possible situation uh, bound in chains and sleeping between two men that had vowed to, that they would kill him first before he escaped. Oh, my God. Uh, and the keepers before the door who kept the prison knew that if they lost Peter, that they would lose their lives. But the Bible said that an angel of the Lord came unto him and a light shined in the prison and he smote Peter. He woke him up. Peter, get up. And, and he rose up and said, now arise quickly. We ain't got no time to waste. And the chains fell off of him and fell off his hands. And he left it. Now, on that day, they, uh, the King Herod was going to use Peter as another example. And he was going to crucify him. He was going to kill him on that Easter day. The term Easter, this holiday, again, predates Christ and has been intermingled. The same as the tradition of Christmas. Nonetheless, the dates and times will be unraveled soon enough. And you want to be there when it happens. Well, the apostle Peter was there before Jesus died. And after he rose, when he broke all of uh, the natural and religious laws uh, to arrest Jesus, it was unlawful for them to take him into custody and to beat him and to drag him from judgment hall to judgment hall. Peter saw what was going on. Peter, like so many, did not know what to do. Uh, he was troubled, even denied knowing Jesus. Uh, fear and anxiety began to take over, uh, and he began to act up. Uh, he's shown a, a little insanity in that moment. Sometimes we can act a little crazy 
when there's fear and anxiety that is occurring. Uh, Sometimes we may act out of character uh, and we have to be brought back into check until we mature in that area. And so for that uh, saying, this is uh, normal for others, but he overcame that. Peter overcame and when he did, he became a source of strength for others. Like you and I, Peter had to overcome some stuff. Peter had to overcome the use of his tongue. He had to overcome the prejudice that he was had bottled up inside of him. Even though he was a believer, he still had some issues that was unresolved. But by the time God got finished with him, he had laid those things down. By the time God got finished with him, he had set aside his prejudice. By the time God got finished with him, uh, he knew how to act and he knew just what to do. So Peter has something to say about Easter. Uh, when you go through something, it gives you a voice. Uh, when you deal with things and you come out the other side with some victory or failures, uh, or even you may be in the valley of decision, you have something to say. Uh, listen, friends, trends may come and go, but the cross is forever. The apostle Peter had something to say. Uh, the apostle Peter said, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed by money, uh, money didn't do this because if money could buy it, uh, the rich would have it. And those of us that are uh, not deep pocketed, but our pockets are very shallow. You know, you might reach in there and you pull out some lint. Uh, you know, you might pull out a piece of candy that was stuck in there. Uh, you might pull out something that, you know, that uh, that you even forgot was there. But listen, but it's not enough to buy you salvation. And so we were not redeemed with blood, uh, but by the blood of Christ. We weren't redeemed by uh, silver and gold. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. But the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish. He was a perfect sacrifice. Not a bone was broken in his body because had a bone been broken. There would not have we would not there would not have been a sacrifice because a sacrifice bones could not be broken. But he was bruised for our transgression. Our iniquity was placed upon him. Thank you, Lord God. By him, by his stripes, they beat him down. They plucked out the beard from his face. We were saved. He endured all of that. Somebody said, well, uh, you know, Someone made a statement and said, wait a minute. That wasn't a happy moment. That wasn't an enjoyable moment for God. I beg to differ. Yes, it was. It was an exciting moment. No, yeah, I, I know the Bible said that that he prayed. If there's if there's another way, uh, let this end. And, you know, he prayed and, and the sweat fell like great drops of blood. It was heavy upon him. But he said, nonetheless, let your will be done. He took his focus off of what was about to happen. And he placed it on what was going to occur in the future. As a student, as a worker, as a father or mother you got to take your focus off of the immediate things that are occurring right in front of you that seem to be an obstacle and look at what is going to occur later we just finished talking about that <laughs> things that are going 
going to a mom is, is wiping uh, and took some spittle like Jesus did and wiped the baby. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and focus on the good things. The joy that was said. Now listen, I, I, I'm just about done. Listen. The nails that held him to the cross. In the natural, it's like the, where the nails held him there. The nails didn't hold Jesus on the cross. The nails didn't place him. The, the high priests and the Roman soldiers didn't place Jesus on the cross. They didn't do that. They didn't do it. No. They didn't do it. Now, it looked like they did. But he said, I lay down my life. You can't take my life. I'm giving my life. Love held him on the cross. Love set him up there. The love for you. You might think and say, well, uh, who am I? You know, we've all been there. I, I've done things that was offensive to God. How, how can he love me? Now, some of the things that some of y'all did is, don't compare to some of the things that many of us have done. You might think, but listen, and that's great. Thank God that you have not been down the certain paths that in darkness that some of us have been. But God did it for you. With you in mind as an individual you as a person not a corporate body well, i'm just going to do this for the world no his mind is bigger than that he did it for you as an individual the nails didn't hold him on the cross the pain there was pain there was embarrassment but it was necessary for you and i because had we suffered we would feel the pain he felt it for us we would be terribly embarrassed for people to know the sins that we've committed. We're not even talking about the things that are in the closet. We're not even talking about that stuff. We're talking about what people might have seen you do. You may have done it with a friend or, you know, at a party or wherever you were at. We're not talking about the secret. He died for all of that. It would have been embarrassing. But he felt pleasure in the pain. Now listen to this. The Bible said in Zechariah 13 and 8, it says, and it shall come to pass that in all the land, said the Lord, that is not the scripture, but let me tell you. The Bible says this. It says in Zechariah, about the 13th chapter, it says that they asked him, where did you get those wounds from? What, what happened to your hands? What happened to you? And he said, I was wounded in the house of my friend. I was wounded in the house. Even with that, he still referred to you as his friend. He still referred to me as his friend because it was our sins that he was wounded for. Hebrews, the 12th chapter said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him 
endure the cross, the joy. It was painful, but he saw something else. It hurt it, but he saw something else. He could look and see you. Uh-huh. He's God. His eyes is that focus. He could see you. And he's God. Uh, he can see all our faces. He's God. And, and so his focus was on us, not the situation of the moment. Our, your success in whatever you do is focused upon the reward in bringing many sons to glory. That's what the Bible said. He, he, he endured to, to bring in, he looked forward to bringing many sons to glory. And, and it's still trending today. Hashtag bring many sons to glory. It's still, those are yet being saved. People are yet listening. People are yet watching. People are let, yet committing themselves to the Lord and daily, daily. Lord, I, I'm committed to you today. Yesterday is gone, but I'm committed today. Here I am committed. But today I'm committed. Now, yesterday I may have messed up. You may have messed up, but today you're committed. Let me tell you how powerful God is. The Bible said one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day. God could take this one day, walk you into eternity and credit you for living a sanctified life. Ah, glory. Bless your Lord. Hallelujah. This is one day. One day. So live for him. This day. I'm closing. He said, Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And the dominion, your dominion, endure unto all generations. Yes, it does. There's a song that says, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. Just those simple words. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I lift my hands in total adoration unto you. You reign on the throne, for you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. I'm going to stop right there. But just that melody, just let the Lord know how much you love him and appreciate him. There's nobody that can express that better than you. There's nobody that can tell him thank you like you can. There's no one that can say it better. God bless you. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. Hold us up in your prayers. Share the gospel with somebody. Let them know that, that Jesus is trending. 
Yes, he is. He's trending. He's trending. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.